0: Folks, this episode of I Learn Nothing is brought to you by Kirgis. I'm sure you're all sick of hearing about Kirgis, but you know what? I'm sick of your attitude. Kyrgyz makes incredible wool felt slippers that will make your feet feel like a million bucks. I love wearing my Kirgis, and I'm not just saying that because they're paying us. They're made with a process that's thousands of years old by an all-female art collective in Kyrgyzstan, and you can get them for a whopping 15% off by going to kyrgies.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S dot com, and using the promo code NOTHING in all caps. Think of all the amazing things you can do with the money you've saved. Go to a restaurant, or consider seeing a movie. Your fate is in your own hands. Again, that's kergies.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S, and in the promo code NOTHING in all caps. It's a great way to support the show. Plus, you'll think of us every single time your feet touch the ground. It's win-win.
1: International.
2: Bonjour, uh, monsieur et madame, at episode. I'm not even going to try it. 114. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> I don't know how to say 114 in French. Why not? <laughs> not even close. Because they. Do you know how do they say 80? First of all?
0: Oh, no. They
2: say what? 420s. What? They say it's uh, a carte
0: Do the French not know about the number 80?
2: Not really, no they say 40 41 42 that's like that's like 81 82 it's four. they say 420s 1 420s 2
0: but <laughs> they they've been a civilization isn't that for so long I
2: just remembered that I a-
0: just remembered that. Now, Ben, you could actually it's- say that that the, <laughs> that the French have been around since longer than the Americans, arguably. Arguably, we've, we've we know about eighty. We
2: know about eighty, and they don't. Hold on, real quick. Uh, this is one hundred one hundred fourteen. <laughs> oh, episode one hundred fourteen of "I Learned Nothing," a philosophy podcast for idiots, aka five
0: right. twenties <laughs> plus fourteen. Yeah. Fuck you, let's, France. Let's
2: get back to this. I literally just remembered that as I tried to say, I never I even knew that
0: was a thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, cuz I, I I took French for like a one year what? when I was like in middle school and uh middle? Yeah, and they're like and they're like, yeah, there's so there's there's uh 60, which is like uh what is it? Uh d or something like that. d is is uh 60 uh 70 is is like 70 and then it's like instead of 80 which should just be like we d or something like that yeah it's it's carte vente which is four twenties. that is the worst thing
0: i've heard in in the new year that is the that is the most upsetting it's only the third day too bitch yeah it's a third day Jesus Christ rose on the third day of the year, and yeah. we're sitting here no, talking on the two about two and one. Sorry, day. I apologize. <laughs> sorry. The, the original. A lot of people don't realize on the one this.
2: half plus uh, plus two fourths day.
0: A lot of people don't realize. Yeah, the King James Bible, uh, oddly enough, written in French. It's kind of strange. <laughs> I just
2: remember that now. I'm really pissed
0: off. We well, you know what's weird. Fuck if, you guys. Is that like the history? It's kind of, of like, funny
2: though. If they if they were just like maybe just like let's just call it the four twenty.
0: Yeah, just to annoy people. Uh... You know the history of England, England and uh France is bizarre. It's, it's cuz like fraught. they've they like ruled each other over the years. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's fraught with uh I'd be so mad <laughs> with competitiveness and and mutual hatred. Yeah. Hatred.
0: Well, where's our leader? Well, he's like across that channel. What? Yeah, that sucks.
2: Do you know they hated each other for so <laughs> so hard and for so long that like they almost didn't like ally with each other in World War One. Really, they almost just like let each other get. Well, like it was England. You know, it's its own island. So sure. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah. Like we know, like the French are sort of getting <laughs> destroyed right now, and we're into it. And, and we're... but no, well, so they're like we also like don't like the Germans. We're like we should just like. Make sure the Germans don't fucking rearm themselves, which, yeah, uh, you know, pretty, pretty insightful at the time. Yeah, uh, kind of <laughs> should have seen that coming. Probably they wouldn't try once, but twice, <laughs> and the second time, way worse. They kept trying. Do you think they'll ever try again? Do you think there's people?
0: Do you think let me ask you a serious
2: question? I bet the Germans will try again. Do
0: you think that if they're... you
2: ask a, if you ask all of the like, uh, like English centenarians in the world, <laughs> they'll all be like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> them told me, them Jerry's will definitely dis- rearm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. I feel like um, do you think there's anyone in Germany right now who's like, I want to fucking start World War Three? Fuck these guys. Yeah, I bet there are. There's a lot
2: of. Far I really right. actually bet there are. There's a big, <laughs> I guess, problem in
0: Germany with like far right politics which <laughs> which luckily we don't have to worry about yeah but, so it's like I yeah, it's feel not like, like it happens here <laughs> no but how could they do it like they'd have to have mad allies on their side and i feel like it would be it would be the final straw i feel like if they started or participated in World the Three, time
2: should have been the final straw though i know but i
0: feel like <laughs> if, if you do it three times in the span of a hundred years like w- your country can't be a country anymore I feel like if they do it again and they lose again, they're done. That's the thing, though. Hey, they Germany, weren't a country for so
2: long before that. They what? They weren't a country for a long time before that.
0: Oh, they're kind of like Italy like that, right? Yeah. Where they, <laughs> no, they're
2: exactly like Italy. Germany didn't language, exist. Same language, but no unification. Germany didn't exist. Germany as a country did not exist until 1870.
0: That I feel like that's too. That's like late. almost
2: a hundred years before us. I feel like that's so actually th- Germany is a like newer country than uh, than us. I feel like they waited too long.
0: I, I I feel like they shouldn't have ever been allowed to be one because it. I mean, eighteen seventy Ben. Eighteen seventy. That's so long. That's when
2: Otto von Bismarck like unified like every, all the German speaking territories hmm. into what is what we now call Germany.
0: Otto von Bismarck. Otto
2: von Bismarck.
0: I know that name. I think.
2: Yeah. He's very famous. Yeah. He's actually actually like the first guy to um, like take take on Machiavelli's like political theories and like apply them without any sort of like irony. Oh, God. Really? Just being like, yeah, oh, I'm just going to do what he says. This is good advice. I'm just going to do this. And then he did. And then he, did. Wow. <laughs> and he made a country that started two world wars.
0: Machiavelli. Yeah. Illuminati. Machiavelli.
2: All through your body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of body. What the
0: fuck are you about to say?
2: <laughs> This is who we're you talking about. At me. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it is actually a good word to uh to kind of remind me of who we're talking about today. Oh right. Because I almost well, forgot. I got so carried away with this Germany talk. Sure.
0: Yeah. I know how you feel about the Germans. Well, Loud yeah. and proud.
2: Well, fucking <laughs> it's weird that we live in another country that's like very blatantly warmongering right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: we uh We yeah. kinda...
2: <laughs> we're recording this episode on the day World War Three starts, I guess. That'd be fine. <laughs> What know. are they going to th- do? Do you think so? Yes. <laughs> I'm worried, man. Ben,
0: this happens every year and a half. It's not cool that it does, though. I know, but it does. <laughs> and it's like everyone's... Although it does. It does happen every year and a half. Look, people... <laughs> things could get very bad, but I feel like, you know, we, we've had...
2: We're like Nelson from The Simpsons. And it's like, yeah, as long as the series keeps going, we'll be the best bully. Yeah. But... <laughs> But someone's going to get mad. Yeah. Someone's going to snap.
0: I just feel like we've had shit pointed at each other for a very long time. So, n- n- like, yeah, maybe Iran might want to try to fight, but who's going to join them? They're going to get owned.
2: <laughs> Russia and China. No, they
0: won't. Over this?
2: <laughs> they might. They, they might.
0: For what? I for, don't know. What do they gain?
2: Uh, just opposing us. Just getting us to stop.
0: Well, whatever, dude. We're never going to stop. <laughs> yes, we're No, we're not. <laughs> hey, Russia <laughs> and China, we're not going to stop. Sorry. <sighs> I'm not saying I agree with it, but... There just can't be... No, we can't get into this right now.
2: All right, so... Because that's going to that's gonna take me down a very, very deep hole. Yikes. <laughs> the Ben hole. Yeah, the Ben hole. Yeah, it's it's like a K hole. It's just basically just you, you take a lot of K, but you're also Ben. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, geopolitics.
0: God, if we (laughs) named our episodes the worst cable of all time, (laughs) if we named our episodes, I would want to call this one dot dot dot, and then you're Ben, yeah, (laughs) or and you're also Ben, whatever you say, yeah, which just
2: adds an entire an entire power of anxiety. Sure. (laughs) Speaking of anxiety,
0: (laughs) so keep going. Okay, so. Did you get tomatoes to put on top of your frozen pizza? Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's actually kind of genius.
2: And also, that is. That does sound pretty good. So so for reference, Vic just walked in. <laughs> With a
0: cornucopia of a feast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, how could you not? Okay. I, I guarantee so, you
0: a core of that stuff was still on. All right. So what? we? So what? Okay. So <laughs> let's start over. So
2: <laughs> uh, today we're talking about in episode 114, uh, we're talking about a very French fuck. Who also Good. is very obsessed with the notion of the body. All right. Okay. <laughs> His name is uh, Maurice Meloponti.
0: Oh, no. How do these guys get their names? How do they look at themselves in the mirror?
2: This guy looks at himself in the mirror a lot.
0: Hey, my name is Ben Cholak. That's a pretty normal name. Pat Dean, normal name. Cholak is yeah. not a normal name. No, it's not, but it's, at least <laughs> I know it. I've heard it for the last 20 years. So it's you haven't heard of Maurice
2: Meloponti? No. Okay, so you've heard of Maurice, Some right? people call
0: me Maurice. Some people call me Space wee, Cowboy. Wee. <laughs> ben, you're on fire with recognizing these these musical references. It's a new year, and it's a new you. Because <laughs> I got one. You got two? No, you got <laughs> oh, two, Oh, no, I dummy. got two. Okay, that's
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> that is you actually really an, improvement. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's an improvement. Yeah, that's an improvement. This guy we're talking about today, uh, he is a French philosopher. He was uh, born in okay <laughs> you want to hear how fucking french the town he grew up in was sure it's called uh rochefort What <laughs> how do you spell that R O C H E F O R T hyphen S U R hyphen uh M E R
0: Man I'll no. tell you this I Rochefort-Sumail I feel like say what you <laughs> want about Los Estados Unidos, as, uh-huh. as as you refer to it. Um I feel like our cities kind of you know, the names kind of just get right to it. They we just get to the point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Stratford upon Avon, Strottingsdale upon Varsmith or whatever.
2: Is the exact same fucking grammatical composition. That's what I'm saying. It's, what... <laughs> a, it's annoying. Just oh, you're saying you're saying English, like yeah, American, Other English. countries yeah.
0: they do this shit where they'll have these long ass names and it's like just get to it.
2: Well, there is a town in New Mexico called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Did you know? Yeah, but those were all. (laughs) Do you know? Do you know? Okay, this is actually way way more American in the opposite (laughs) direction. Do you know why it was named that? No. Because that town, I forget what it was fucking called before that. There was this like, um, there was a game show in the 1950s that had this contest that's like, hey, any like town that can like actually vote to change its name to the name of our uh game show oh no <laughs> gets to change its name to that or whatever and like this one town in new mexico was like yeah 500 of this voted 500 of us voted for us let's say 100
0: they all <laughs> like, voted they for all
2: it. voted for it basically there was like 12 people in the town
0: and what did they get
2: they changed their name to truth or consequences new mexico
0: but like, did they get anything out of it?
2: No, no, no. They just got that. They name. just
0: thought it was a bit. They, they just thought, thought it was, kind it was of awesome.
2: funny because they thought maybe they'd also get famous because this fucking game show was also super famous in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> that
0: sucks so bad. But what would be the point? Like, like, I don't know. Well, okay, great. Uh, oh, we we named our town jeopardy all right well,
2: what now jeopardy texas and what we'll do what is if
0: austin, austin changes the name to jeopardy texas yeah all of Austin. yeah why not
2: it's our it's like the 11th most populous city in the world
0: is it or really? not in the world
2: no sorry the united states yeah the united but states. I
0: was about to say oh holy guacamole yeah
2: yeah it's fucking yeah it's berlin hong kong austin, austin texas mexico city yeah.
0: manor texas <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Waco,
0: Texas. Well, like all the all the most populous cities, not all of them, but like in the in the list of those, like the top like ten or top twenty, there's like so many from Texas. Texas not, Pride, baby.
2: Not really. El Paso is in big, of the country. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think said the world. Because oh, like no. half of them are from China now. Sure, yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah they love it. Ch- China. China. <laughs> Say there's something about China where they just they love hat they just love having kids they love having sex I think it's what it is I think these guys are just sex crazed there's a billion people there no it's not, it's not same thing with crazed. India they just love it dude they can't they're get not enough I'm
2: saying let's stop it why
0: they, what they don't like having sex no because
2: everyone likes having sex it's just that they just not don't everyone. have birth control not everyone every single
0: person there loves it there's something about it where you just start slamming them walls that really gets slamming them walls the good people of uh, of China and India just worked up worked up into a lather. <laughs> that was a wrong thing to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> it weird. It's okay. <laughs>
1: well,
2: here's the thing. <laughs> So let's kind of explain that. What? So why do people get so horned
0: up? In China? No, just in general. Let's, in general? Let's move it away um, from regional descriptions. Well probably uh I would say it's a combination <laughs> of several things. Uh-huh. Biology. It's yeah. probably a combination of stuff we're not even aware of. There's probably stuff that happens on like a like molecular level. Yeah. That we don't even know about. It's like that thing that you read about where it's like you know, women are attracted to, like, men who smell like their dad or whatever. And it's like... <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, that's a thing. Pheromones, I'm sure, baby. That's, I'm sure
2: that's fucking pheromones. real. Pheromones. Yeah. So it's like... It's this, gross, because is, we're all, like, half frogs, basically. Like, we all have... Because we all have, like... All DNA. of our DNA is built up from all the shit that came before us. And sure. so, like, we literally came from monkeys, but, like, <laughs> monkeys came from lizards. Lizards yeah. came from frogs. Frogs came from fucking... Like fish, and fish came from weird sponges yeah. at the bottom of the oceans. Yeah. So it's like we're all, <laughs> sort of like secretly used to, and obsessed with our with our like primordial smells. Yeah, that's what know? I'm saying.
0: There's all kinds of weird stuff that again, I'm not saying that, you know like a lady you we know, with some old spice and they're like you know hey pull down them pants fella you know what I mean I'm sure it's just like it, it's, it has to be more subtle than that. Yeah, I I can't live in a world where it's not. I, that is horrifying. No, it's
2: not. It's actually not that much more <laughs> subtle than that. I
0: just feel like uh, most so, of
2: it is really just that. At the end of the day, so what
0: gets what gets the Chinese so horned up is that I'm <laughs> saying is it's not talking about China. Why? Okay? <laughs> is that they? I, so that so it's stuff like that. So there is the weird. <laughs> There's the weird undertone of of human sexuality that I don't like thinking about. Yeah, and then there's it's a
2: roiling ocean. Yeah, it's a roiling ocean that has been around for four billion years. And I d- how do we stop it? We can, it's, it's gonna how keep going. How do we stop going. this ocean? It'll stop on its uh, on its own. Yeah, and then, that's what's crazy about it. about it. <laughs> nature. This is what's weird about yeah nature and like life. Yeah, you know <laughs> the thing about life, Ben. It it's it's it's. It's this weird drive. It's a will sure. to just get more and more complex, right? In the face of like an uncaring uns- universe, unsurmountable indifference,
0: a, a lovecraftian universe. Lo- yeah, H.P. Lovecraft. He wasn't right about everything, like the racial stuff, <laughs> but he was right about that. He would hit that right on the head. That guy hated being alive. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't and hate and other minority, minorities. Minorities <laughs> hated him. There's,
2: there's a few things that he hated. One was being alive. Sure. Two,
0: black people. Yep, Three. not a fan. <laughs> he wrote a poem about the N-word. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. We, no, we, he we talked about it on our Patreon. <laughs> we talked about H.P. Lovecraft. He wrote a poem. I don't it remember. It was about the N-word. Yeah, I think it was about the. I think it was called. Or is it about N words? No, it's literally called. This is the worst way. To, this is
2: the worst fucking.
0: It's, it's like on. It's it's called like on the creation of you know fill in the blank. So Ugh. it's like the thing about him. Well, you know what's so weird about him is that like so much of his like his the stuff he wrote about was just yeah. like it was about the horrors of miscegenation. Like all these monsters are like these it's like, weird that like part human part fish things. Was it's that the ma- majority of his output? What? the Like racial stuff? Um, I don't know if it's the majority, but I will say that there's like weird like undertones to a lot it's of it. It's still
2: weird that if it's like, God, like the things that are published
0: now are just the ones that like,
2: I feel like a, a team of editors were like, we can't, we can't release this one. They didn't give a shit. Well, no, no, no. I know he didn't give a shit, but like the editors or whatever who are like, we can't just publish this guy saying the N word all yeah, the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so we have to like we can't publish this. This one's axed. Sure. Like this. Well, one well can, yeah. If I mean, we make it maybe
0: spruce it up. I don't know if <laughs> his famous stuff have like racial slurs in it, but there's definitely like undertones to it. Well, where... that's what I'm saying. Even if his
2: <laughs> the stuff that was published. It still has, like, racial yeah, undertones. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. Imagine the stuff that was not published.
0: <laughs> the stuff that they found, and they go, we have to burn this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, imagine that stuff, because it's probably really fucked up. <laughs> I mean, you just said he wrote a poem about
0: the N-word. <laughs> N is for the way you... <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, man. I, it's yeah, fun. it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> but yeah, Lovecraft. I will say that the uncaring universe. He fucking. He's right about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that is true. Okay. Thank you for bringing it back. Sure. <laughs> the uncaring universe. Yeah. So there's the, so back to the sexuality. So there's the under the the weird shit we don't oh, just, we think about yeah. the pheromones. There's the uh, like physical part of it where you 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 look at a hot babe and you go ooh lava. la. Yeah. Hey there, Miss. Okay. How how do you feel like getting courted, <laughs> dude? Going back home to Northern what? Virginia, uh, w- which I did uh, over the yeah we haven't over my nine week break from work. Yeah. <laughs> my work just closes. Yeah, you, for like yeah, several weeks. yeah. You've been out for a while. I haven't done anything. <laughs> it's been fucking amazing. Um, so I went back there, and I always forget this until I go back to Northern Virginia. Uh-huh. How many? beautiful persian women there are in northern virginia the iranian population there's fucking yeah it's been it's been yeah
2: popping there they they're love it. the ethiopians so yep. DC oh, is yeah is. a oh yeah yeah dc is has, a, has a lot of
0: ethiopian people in it yeah yeah.
2: it, it is a a veritable byzantium of like different sure. ethnicities and shit, yeah you know some yeah and so <laughs> it's
0: always a pleasant surprise whenever i go home i'll go home and i'll do like christmas shopping and be like what is up with this mall that I'm like oh right we're in Northern Virginia
2: <laughs> oh, right we're in a bazaar
0: all right yeah
2: um well, that's tell so cool. you so
0: you, what happens is so you you, you see the, the hot Iranian woman that, 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 we're, that we're both so fond about uh-huh. uh, and then so so it's it's the the pheromones the actual physical part of it okay and then I guess By if physical you, you mean visual yes right basically' you're and just then like yeah all right that's tight maybe there's emotional maybe you're like, I feel love for this woman. Yeah. That I'm about to have sex with. <laughs> Hell yeah. If,
2: if everything goes all right.
0: <laughs> if everything goes okay, this yeah. woman, yeah.
2: <laughs> who I'm in love with. Well, what about that? What do you mean? What were you going to say about it?
0: Well, I think that that's the, that's a, a third part of it. Or, yeah, third. A third Excuse part me, of the a thing. A third part of it, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that happens. The end.
0: Because.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, like, how do you feel when that happens i mean like how that's, do i that, feel yeah um you do feel something right yeah because I mean, you're think... not just thinking this you're just not calculating this is like oh this is like someone who oh no i don't yeah, take any of that when i do yeah, it. yeah yeah you're just I'm not, like, I'm not looking at a lady and i'm like how about these like, pheromones
0: yeah <laughs> but how about this ben okay what about <laughs> when you see a photo of a, of a pretty lady and you get a big old boner shouldn't that be physically impossible because there's no <laughs> pheromones. You can't smell anything. I've never well, met no, I'm, I'm not arguing that, the,
2: that, that that pheromones are uh, like necessary. You're saying it's 100%, if I'm understanding you correctly. No, did I say 100%? No. Okay, okay so <laughs> I never said 100%. So, no, I'm saying that these are all fucking cues that are taken in through the body. Sure. Through your body, right? Through your senses. My failing body. You're, yeah, but something that's not failing is your senses. Right, you say you, for example, have twenty twenty vision, which you've bragged about like once, and I was so mad at you. Yeah, I have. I have. <laughs> you have twenty twenty very vision. good
0: vision. <laughs> I can, uh, like I said, that I think I said this the one time on the podcast where, uh, it, it, if I'm on the stage in the Cap City like lounge or whatever, mm-hmm. I can see the clock even though the lights are in my face. That's I can see fucking the digital clock. bullshit, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's weird.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm so fucking blind. It's my mutant power. Yeah. I like can just see kind of good.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's just, you're just like a, a human at the top of its form.
0: I feel like <laughs> I'm on top of my game right now, vision-wise. Yeah. Vision-wise? Well, vision yeah. I'm sure it'll go in the next couple of years, just like everything. <laughs> but You should eat carrots. Eat as many carrots
2: as you can. I ate some carrots. No, eat more. I ate
0: peas and carrots today.
2: Okay, good. Eat more. Well, I'm trying to, them. but you have to record this podcast. I can't so be sitting there right chomping now, on right now. Carrots. You have to eat a carrot right now. I'm trying to learn, and you've so far Vic, taught me
0: nothing. So Vic, f- get him a carrot. No, I'm not going to eat a raw <laughs> eat carrot. Eat a carrot. No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> it's all right. We'll keep talking, but you're going to have to eat a carrot in a minute. So keep going. So, okay. So this guy, Maurice oh, All right. right, he's the subject of episode 114. Uh, Are you Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm we pretty sure. You haven't talked about them all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of have. We've sort of circled around it. We talked about the... Ooh, green pepper. Green
0: pepper? Yeah, can. Oh Can no. you eat a green pepper by itself? <laughs>
2: yeah. I feel like it's... Uh... Yeah, you can. It's fi- It'll all be right. fine. You probably won't like it, though. It's a vegetable, of course. He's not going to like it.
0: Oh, no, it's just fine, I guess.
2: Okay. <laughs> I always get this on pizza. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you not recognize it
2: <laughs> <I can't laughs> off of pizza? What? We only have one pizza. Oh, okay. There you go. No, of the pizza. Okay.
0: Oh, I'm not, I don't want I don't Okay. I don't want <laughs> I don't want your pizza. <laughs> okay.
2: Basically, real quick, what this guy is uh is is getting at Okay, so oh, a, little I know con- a little more context, right? So this French is fuck, fuck, no. is, uh, <laughs> um, he is one of the original, like, existentialists that people, like, think of uh, from that era, of, like, the, the like, 1940s, 1950s uh, France, okay? So, obviously, <laughs> Maurice is French.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing that we've learned so far. Yeah. should probably
2: and he's um, <laughs> and he is uh one of the crew that kind of hangs out with uh, Jean-Paul Sartre, right? The googly-eyed motherfucker who's basically responsible for French existentialism. Uh, Simone de Beauvoir, his sometimes girlfriend, his uh, black
0: girlfriend, his black girl, his black wife. I thought that it. was... I thought his, uh, yeah, his black wife. <laughs> I thought she was Simone black. de Beauvoir. Every time I saw that name, I assumed she was African American. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> It's
2: because, it's because you thought she was from New Orleans. Oh, yeah, you, I thought she was This is my hypothesis. Knows. It's because you see that name, you think someone f- with that name is from New Orleans, and then you also think someone who's from New Orleans with that kind of name is black. Well, look. Like she's a jazz singer or something well, from the I, 20s. My
0: <laughs> thing is that if I see a French name, I, I don't necessarily go, oh, they're probably a black woman from New Orleans. But for some <laughs> reason, that name, every time I heard it, I was like, I think I just Simone de Beauvoir. I heard her name and saw a photo or something. I looked at the wrong photo and mixed them up. Yeah, he definitely mixed them up. I don't
2: know because she's white as fuck.
0: I know. Why well, She that looks now. so
2: white. She's like Glenn Close white. It's
0: the one thing I've learned from this podcast <laughs> is that she's emphatically not black. She's yeah. She's <laughs> literally not black at all.
2: Okay, so uh oh, that, and then there's also uh, Albert Camus, right? Who Albert Camus? Okay. Okay. You've heard of him, right? No. You've never heard of Albert Camus? How is it spelled? Albert Camus. Camus. Oh, that guy? S- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That shit. That's shit. Why'd you shit. say Camus? Because that's not how his name's pronounced. But this is actually what's crazy. It is, is in that... this house. I'm just realizing how <laughs> there are so many, like, English speaking Americans, or just Americans, who don't know half of, like,. <laughs> French people, because they don't know how to pronounce they their name. They don't know how to pronounce their name. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I'm telling you Camus, but his name is Camus. It's C-A-M-U-S.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: what's his problem? <laughs> well, he's also a, a, a French existentialist and an absurdist, um, <laughs> which is what he calls
0: himself. He calls himself an absurdist, which is pretty that funny. That fucking sucks. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to be a weirdo, you can't tell people you're a weirdo. Oh, I'm the wacky dancing man. Fuck you. <laughs> Just let, That's just do your really act. Good,
2: I really like that rule, yeah, because he it is it, it it does kind of like shut a lot of people up.
0: I'm wacky Jim. Yeah, hey, Here's... I'm a,
2: an absurdist. And it's I, like, I have a pogo fuck stick. You, shut up!
0: Isn't this crazy? There's modern convenience, but I'm on a pogo stick.
2: Okay, there's this line that Camus has. Camus, yes,
0: Camus, uh, where Haynes. he
2: says, uh, and this kind of sort of encapsulates the whole idea of existentialism. Uh, especially like the 20th century version that the, these French fox came up with. Yeah. All right. But it's basically like, you know, existence causes such anxiety and angst and yeah. uncertainty. So he says it like this. He goes, uh, <laughs> uh, should I kill myself or grab a cup of coffee? <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> what, what? Where is that from?
2: It, this is Camus. Oh. This, is this guy came up with this.
0: That was like a Simpsons joke or something.
2: No, <laughs> it's a pretty it good be, joke. Though. It could be a, 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 what an, a what an absurdist. Yeah, he's an absurdist, but he's like he's like oh, this is what it's like to be you know so absurd. <laughs> and it's like all right, fuck yeah, hey, I'm being we'll very do, absurd. We'll, we'll do an episode about Camus later. Sure, because he's got his own thing. This guy Merleau Ponce, though, he's a little more um sensuous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I know you meant that as a joke but yeah. That's gross. Um okay. No, this is where it is. it's not as gross as you think it will be. But uh, it, it man, can I think be. I, I think <laughs> I got it nailed.
1: <laughs>
2: um he's basically saying, okay, so the, his main thesis is that the primary route to knowledge is through the body. Fear. Oh.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I thought I was through fear.
2: Well, it is through fear in a way, because fear comes through the body. But like yeah, it does. the way the way we've kind of been taught since the Enlightenment has been to just think of like, oh, where do we get knowledge? Like where do you get knowledge from? Where would you say is like the authority for knowledge?
0: The authority for knowledge would probably be time. Time?
2: Yes. Okay, well experience. that's experience. Well what about what would you say about science?
0: You know how I feel about science. Like, well, I know you hate it, but yeah. like,
2: would you trust a scientist if he says this is how this thing works? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, immediately.
0: Yeah, I, I have. I don't like science, but I trust it. You trust science? Okay, sure. so you tr- just trust science and you blindly, say which is probably not yeah, okay. The good. So best. that's a good point.
2: Because like if I if if someone like literally probably didn't even have to show you any sort of credential, could literally just wear a lab coat. Absolutely. <laughs> if he
0: came in, if he walked in. He had a British with accent. A, I'll with do a lab coat, <laughs> he'd believe anything he said. He was like, "Hello, a scientist, love. Could you can't hand me a security card?" Yeah, I'd be it's like, like "Magic is real, and uh, none of this uh, will ever last." Yep, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, <laughs> I'm into it because I know these guys are smarter than me. But my thing is that I listen to people who are smarter than me about subjects. Okay. So, if you're a scientist, I would assume you're somewhat familiar with science. You probably have a familiar. Ameri- yeah, you probably have Just like a, a general. <laughs> thing that you work on or whatever uh, aspect that, that you're an expert on. Yeah. But I feel like you probably know a lot of shit. So if you're going to talk about science, I'm going to listen to you. Okay. So. You know? Right. Instead or of I what? I to you about
2: philosophy. You don't, though. What do you mean? You don't? You don't. I feel like <laughs> You I do. disrespect me so much <laughs> on this. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't care because it's funny, but like you don't give a fuck about what I know, or what I claim to know.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there is a healthy amount of just absolute disrespect. <laughs> yeah, there's just disdain. You don't give a shit about <laughs> what I know. <laughs> you know, oh, hold, what hold if up. I started? What if I started doing this in a lab coat? Would you? Would you treat me differently? No, because you're I a philosopher. Bet you, I bet you would.
0: philosophers don't wear lab coats. So they have tweed sweaters and f- drinking problems. Well, I got one, of, got one two, of those. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'll tell you One thing that I do believe in though Is the good people at Kirgis. Folks Did you screw up this holiday? Did you get someone Your loved Your, your assumed loved ones The people you thought you loved b- But know nothing about Yeah Did you get them the wrong gift? You probably <laughs> did you idiot I did Did you? That rules well, uh, yeah. So folks If you're like Ben And you don't know the people you love In the slightest And have no <laughs> idea what makes them happy Go ahead and bring that beauty full but on over to curgies.com <laughs> <with> K-Y-R-G-I-E-S <laughs> ben what 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 the heck are curgies curgies
2: are I don't even know s- mellifluous wow. slippers it's <laughs> pretty cool uh you like that word right yeah uh mellifluous slippers that uh will coat your entire feet in comfort as yes. if it were a warm
0: liquid yes a warm okay. liquid that you can wear on your Terrible feet, your feet, your, teeth, it, your, your feet that frankly don't deserve it. No, no, none of us do. <laughs> I will say that your your feet, just after the heart and the brain, are the, the most important body part, oh, and also boobs that you could possibly <laughs> have. So it goes: brain, heart, heart breasts, boobs. and <laughs> and turkey <feet. Kyrgy laughs> slippers. So uh, things that let her, literally let you move around. Anyway. They're they they're gonna feel they're gonna feel great. It's a new year. Treat your feet better go to kurgis.com use uh uh, the promo code nothing in all caps 15 percent off all caps
2: nothing do it use
0: it as many times as you want as and and if you don't want to use it then don't use it but i don't know why you wouldn't
2: yeah there's no reason there's no there's no no reason reason why you would not
0: so go to the website k-y-r-g-i-e-s and they uh, use the code all right all right okay I'm just trying to give you a discount code, okay? We're trying to help all you, right? Out, all right. We also, all we've ever tried to do with this
2: stupid show is is help you out. Is <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah. We've done nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> all right. So
0: <laughs> um where, where were we right before that? Um, you were talking some nonsense. I bet I was about belie- believe in a scientist. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So you want to believe
2: a scientist. I want to. I don't know if I can though. Well, no, you 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 can, and you do. You just admitted that you do, no matter what, even if they're Under, saying the wrong things. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this is something that Merleau Ponty is sort of fighting against, because in the early 20th century, well into the mid 20th century, there's this problem with people taking the Enlightenment project too far, and yes. believing science yes too much.
0: I'm glad you to hear you say this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why why do you say that? I don't know.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> so just the idea that I've had that thought in the back of my head and i'm like it's finally being what is your what is your what is
2: your position on the enlightenment and its effect on the social and physical sciences
0: oh i think it's good but you know sometimes too much of a good can be a bad thing (laughs) caller number two let's go
2: you sound you sound like a quarterback being interviewed after a game you know i just it's like, you know, they came at us hard, and, you know, we came at them hard. But, uh, you know, in the end, I think science won. They just played a better <laughs> game, you know?
1: <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Sports.
2: Sports for sure, dude. Yeah, man. Um, or uh, Les bill. I'm
0: going to get a tattoo that says sports for sure. <laughs> sports for sure, dude. Well, I know what my next <laughs> tattoo is going to be. What's that? Uh, a gravy boat with like steam coming off it, and underneath it, it says "good gravy." <laughs> I love gravy so much. What are you, time where I are you need- gonna put it? Um, on my arm, probably. Okay. I don't know where exactly.
2: You should get it so um so like when I want to show my muscles you, off. Yeah, when you when you flex, when flex, it like makes the spout look like it's like <laughs> like you know pouring <laughs> oh, out more that's gravy. Funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good idea, Ben. Ben and yeah. Wendy.
2: There you go. Um, My
0: sweet little cucky wucky. <laughs> My little piss
2: boy. Little piss boy. <laughs> so, uh, this actually kind of relates pretty good to <laughs> uh, Merleau Ponty's whole theories about the body, right? The body. The body. The body. The body. Oh, um, I'm in love
0: with your body.
2: <laughs> you got a rocking body. It, so, okay, so his main insight. Or his main thesis is just basically, and, and it sort of goes against this idea of, like, scientism, which is what we just sort of discussed, sort of. Yeah. Uh, of, like, how we trust science a little too much about, like, the authority on knowledge. Because what's one thing that you know more than anything else?
0: You're asking me? Yeah. Um pussing. <laughs> No, I don't know. More than any, than anyone else?
2: Probably What's nothing. one thing that you know more than anything else?
0: Oh, more than anyone else.
2: More than anyone or anything else. Oh. Yeah. You know it. You know it more than you know any other thing, oh. and you know it more than anyone else knows it.
0: Well, you know, I put this on Twitter uh, a few weeks ago, and seemed like people agreed. The thing that I know the most about life mm-hmm. is that every Hispanic line cook <laughs> that exists in America is the funniest person you'll ever meet. Okay. Okay. Every white line cook. He's a juggalo. I don't know why. <laughs> this is decades of work in the service industry, and every black line cook, a lot of times, kind of quiet, but has a heart of gold. Okay. And those are the, those are the three things I know more than anything else. <laughs> that's just what, it, it, that's what it is. <laughs> that's it's not a bad thing. Really, it's just, no,
2: it's that's really profound. So, how did you come about that? Just I- observing. Observing your yeah. experience. Yep. Okay. Um, you, would you say you came about those? thoughts scientifically no okay <laughs> no not at all okay so that's sort of what he's saying so he's sort of coming from this premise of how over the past 200 years people have been uh like asserting blindly that science is what assures the most like, comprehensive and most authoritative knowledge of all time and he's saying we're all fucking missing something we're missing the fact that The things that you know the most are the things that you have just experienced yourself in your subjective life. And he's saying that this ignoring this aspect of life has been a huge mistake. Huh. Yeah. Uh, And so he tries to bring it back to that point of view. So, like, the fact that you know that these three races have these these three traits. Race. Well, I
0: know that you're the race scientist here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> these three races have the same traits when applied to the same, like, social class. Any restaurant in America. Yeah.
0: <laughs> walk in. Right. Those dudes are going to make you laugh so hard. Nothing they say is fucking, oh, man, it rules. Wait, what are the white languages? They're again? juggalos. They're all ju- yeah. juggalos. Yeah. A lot of them have like like hatchet man tattoos. <laughs> These are people making your food, man. Juggalos and juggalos. black men with hearts of gold. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: illegal immigrants who are the funniest people you'll ever meet in your yeah. entire life. Ben's
0: cousins. Yeah. Roberto. <laughs> That's how we refer to them. That's how Trump <laughs> refers to <a> Hispanic people. <laughs> Ben's cousins. Ben's cousins. In case you've been wondering what that meant, it's about Ben. I don't know <laughs> that, how. The president was... <laughs> somehow stumbled upon our podcast. I could not tell you how, and he's a big fan. He's also a Patreon subscriber. Yeah, president
2: Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump, yeah, president DJ of the T, United States. The main man. Is a Patreon subscriber. So if it's
0: good enough for the president of the United States, I think it's good enough for you guys. I think it's pretty good our for you Patreon, guys. Our I, Patreon, I teach Ben about stuff.
2: Yeah. What well, we did, and it, and, over it gets, the... and it gets quicker to the point than this one does. Way quicker. Uh,
0: well, because I'm not trying to sabotage the whole thing. So, fucking over the break, I keep saying the break. I'm fucking 35 years old. So over yeah, my winter, over, over my breaks. Christmas break, uh, we recorded the Patreon that is um, probably my my fa- my favorite. It's my favorite story of all time. We got, I got a oh, friend yeah. of mine to the record. Yeah, to to record a uh, a story about his sexual awakening in very late in life. Uh, <laughs> And I feel like what's interesting about that is that normally when you go, oh, I had a sexual awakening later on in life. It's like, oh, so you're like, you're gay and you didn't know it. And now you're coming to terms with it. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> he came to terms with his blunt heterosexuality at age 18. <laughs> it's a uh,
2: blunt heterosexuality. We had to- it's such a way to put it because it is. It's just very... <laughs> It's what it's it is. A, someone who I know too, who like he like is not gay. No. <laughs> There's
0: no way he is. What does that do with anything? No. <laughs> but yeah he's just blunt and about it and it's very strange um it's a really funny story we had to use a, a fake name Norin rad which is the name of the silver surfer's real name yeah. but we say his real name like yeah a yeah few you times blew back, it up and... anyway well he didn't seem to care so. <laughs> so yeah it's a very it's a very funny episode but it's very graphic and, and sexuality so yeah
2: so subscribe
0: now because yeah. five dollars a month it's just five bucks it's not that much you can unsubscribe the next month. I Yeah, just do that. Yeah,
2: you just do that.
0: Download all... Yeah, because once yeah. you... Oh, we're, that's, banking,
2: that's, we're banking on you forgetting to do that. That's
0: a good grift. So what you but do like, is yeah. you you pay for one month. <laughs> you're, like, you're not going to remember this, you but... Download like, tell you download you three totally do yeah. of the episodes that we have, and then you just say, see ya. Yeah. You nice. can do that if you want to. You're a genius. Yeah. Check this out. But then you won't get the next ones. <laughs> no, you won't get the next ones. I thought <laughs> I had to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so back to the body. <laughs> all right, so the body. Back to your body.
2: Um, so Merleau-Ponty has this your bronze
0: p- caramel body. <laughs>
2: uh, Merleau-Ponty basically has this um conception of oh, first of all he's he's um inheriting a lot of this from uh, a continental tradition called and we've discussed it before phenomenology, right?
0: phenomenal
2: yeah it's phenomenology um this was invented by this jewish guy named husserl edmund husserl uh his ideas were stolen by a nazi prick named martin heidegger oh um, yeah 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 which <laughs> i hate that you, that's the one guy you remember well yeah of and course he's the nazi <laughs> well you know that was the one that was like probably the last episode that you chose and it was just to spite me because you knew i hated him yeah um so what can you do? Heidegger was a very actually brilliant person um, and a very, very smart philosopher. But he was also a fucking Nazi. Uh, so he he does, in fact, suck. That's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. But he did come up with some very interesting ideas. And one of them was relating to pizza
0: f- for breakfast. That was him. <laughs>
2: No, it was pizza in the morning.
0: <laughs> well, there was a big problem
2: between uh, him. pizza at lunchtime and pizza at supper time between him and Simone. Because when, when pizza is not Italian, you say supper all the time.
0: Well, there was a big, there was a big. That was actually one of the big point of contentions between him and Simone uh, Bouvier, whatever her name was, <laughs> is because Simone Marge Bouvier. because she was like pizza in the morning and pizza in the evening, and he was yeah. like, "What about pizza at supper time?" And they were like. <sighs> And it would just they were like, why do you have to fucking do this? It's my birthday. Why do you have to start arguments? It's my fucking birthday, babe. Hey, babe. It's my fucking ba- birthday. Hey, ba- babe. Babe. And like I told you, I wasn't feeling good about it, babe. And now you got to throw this in my face. Hi. I talk like this. Talk I'm French like this now. <laughs> I'm a French man. Hi, I'm
2: French. Hi, I'm black and I'm French. <laughs> All right. So,
0: um... <laughs> I can't believe I thought that. I wonder. I really wonder why that got my I don't know why head. either. I wonder who told me that. Well, no one told me. I no think the problem is that. that sometimes I do independent research and sometimes I go, "Oh, it's kind of interesting." And then I Okay, just so this is it. what's kind of interesting. How do
2: you do independent research? Like there's there's so many things that you know, right? That you, or that you think you know, that you believe. Sure,
0: right? Oh, there's a lot of stuff I think I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's what's that's what's up with everybody. Everybody thinks they know.
0: You think you know, but you have no idea. Ben Chola. <laughs> what is the what is that? Philosophy. What? That's uh, MTV Diaries, baby. Oh, that's right, MTV Diaries. That one with Chris Rock, where he, he bought an edited Jay Z CD, and he went back to the store and was like so mad about it. It was really funny. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Well, that was part of it. He like bought a Jay Z <laughs> record. and it was edited. It was the edited version. He was like, like, "What the fuck is this?" Complaining to a store. <laughs> like, why did you do that? Why did you let that happen? Like, I feel like if 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 I was working at a record store and Chris Rock came in and bought a Jay Z record and it was like the edited version, I would absolutely say something. I would just say, you know this is the edited version, right? And you'd say, oh, no, I didn't. Thank you. Yeah, I I would like the other one, please. Thanks for your service. (laughs) Pat, can you open for me on the road? Yeah, I can. So, Chris Rock, I know you're listening. Take me on tour, motherfucker.
2: That would be really funny. How funny put you would that on be? Tour.
0: It'd be so strange. <laughs> me and Chris Rock. It's like
2: yeah, me? it's me and the Civil
0: War veteran. Yep. Pat Dean. I wouldn't say a word during the whole t- The whole tour. I'd be too intimidated to say anything. <laughs> we just wouldn't talk. Would you try to hang out? Um Yeah, I probably would. And the first like two times we did, I would probably be in my head like crazy, but mm. i would try not to show it. I think eventually I would, but Okay. You know. Just, oh, we just, just up two, two busmates, you know, touring. <laughs> busmates. Yeah, we're gonna take a bus, bus. <laughs> and we're gonna tour this, the you, the United States of America on a bus. Okay, a bus called Freedom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't imagine him on a bus called Freedom. Yeah, why not? It'd be cool. I guess it would be cool, but Me and like him, you know,
0: chasing babes left <laughs> and right, having a great
2: time together. I thought he was married. He was. Oh, well, he was.
0: Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh. You didn't know about that? No. Yeah. Are you making that up? No, he, okay. he, he did this thing with Dave Chappelle where they would just go on stage together and talk, and Dave Chappelle was just, like, making fun of them for, like... For getting divorced? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like,
2: what the fuck? Very strange. It's like, ha-ha, your is broken. Yeah. <laughs> Very Jesus. interesting. Anyway, um, so speaking of broken families, the French. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, Maurice Marloponti, he... Uh, has this perspective on like how do we acquire knowledge and what is the most important source for knowledge okay and probably this podcast probably this podcast but um no what he basically says is that our our perception our senses our subjective sense of the world is where the primary source of knowledge should come from more or less not should but like it's where it does what he says is ultimately even all the scientific theories that we have they're only like adequate or they're only they only like help us out if they confirm or deny our just perception. Okay. And when he says perception, he means not only just like sight, sound, uh smell, you know the five senses, uh touch, taste, whatever.
0: He means umami. Umami. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I said I was going to tell that joke on stage. I never did. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's so. okay. <laughs> yeah, just probably either. shouldn't. I mean, <laughs> oh, mommy! It's the worst joke ever. You know how Japanese came with umami? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, this
2: guy, it's a Japanese guy who tasted something in Seattle, and then he got run over by a bus and <laughs> and, and flew into the Pacific Ocean. And the whole time he goes, Oh, mommy! Yeah, <laughs> He ate a
0: quesadilla for the first time, and he was like, What the fuck is this? Chicken and cheese? This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um,
2: so, (laughs) wait, what? Oh, yeah, so uh, taste, sense, okay, so it's not just the senses. It's not just the five senses, um, but it's how you perceive the world, like, in action through your body, right? Yes. And so you do that with, like, everything you do. Basically, with everything you do. You have to. Like, everything you... It'd be madness if you didn't. Well, it would... Society yeah. would crumble, or or you would be a ghost, or there's also that. Yeah, like think of anything you've done without your body.
0: Um, dr- well, What's no, one dreaming you... is your mind, but your mind is in your body. Yeah, of your brain. But like when you're dreaming, how do you, how do you know, imagine how do you know yourself? know that your mind comes from your brain? Okay,
2: well, that's a fucking great question. Thank you. Okay, and that's one of the biggest ones that we've already addressed when you weren't paying attention.
0: Well, well, never mind. Well, fuck me, I guess.
2: How do do you know? Well, that's crazy that you're finally saying. You're finally asking.
0: Oh, my God, Pat. (laughs) I'm learning.
2: You're finally asking a question. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm learning stuff. How does your mind, what did you just ask? How did your mind
2: come from your body? Your brain. Your brain. Yeah. But you would say that your brain is your body. Your brain is a part of your body right but it's if it's a part of your body would you say it's your it's your body yes it's a, like it's part of your body so it's it's constituted as it belongs your body. to me
0: despite the fact i've done nothing to <laughs> to, to develop
2: it or <laughs> or or, <laughs> or nurture it or keep it safe i'm from just saying someone should nurture. have taken
0: over my body years ago <laughs> i would have given it away i don't give a shit
2: but okay well that's interesting so if someone takes over your body is that your body anymore
0: it's your body, but it's being controlled by somebody else. It's just like if if you drove my how, car. Okay, fine. But you know, how does
2: it still stay your body? Because it is. Because it's me, baby. Because it was. 24-7. It's because you learned everything with your body. You've already been with your body.
0: Oh, dude. A few times today. That's the thing. <laughs> So that's what's
2: interesting, though, is that, like, when you say... (laughs) Did you say jackpot? (laughs) No,
0: I said jack it off. Jackpot (laughs) would be really funny, though. Jackpot. What if
2: you said jackpot? Oh,
1: jackpot! Uh, Jackpot!
2: (laughs) Gross. I
0: don't like that you were... That was pretend did, did it. I barely did it. I know, but you did it like underneath the table, so I couldn't see. I was it, trying to hide it. It's like you got into character. Like you needed to get into character. <laughs> I knew a guy who could, oh, not I know him, but I would see him a lot uh, at karaoke where he could only sing karaoke, if, uh, sing if he was playing guitar. So we'd have to like pretend he was playing guitar. So he's as he was doing air guitar all it was the very time? very strange. Yeah. And, was I, was and then, for a second, I was like, what's this guy's fucking deal? And then someone's <laughs> like, he needs to play guitar to be able to sing. I don't know how they knew that, but. Well, was
2: he amazing at it?
0: He pretty good. Yeah, I remember yeah. he sang uh, uh, Coach Ice by uh, Goddamn uh, Audio Slave. Coach Ice? Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> when well, I've been walking.
2: That's what I've that song's been name is? And <laughs> i
0: <laughs> Name is Pat
1: and
2: I'm in yeah, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I know the song. Yes. I didn't know it was called Coach Ice. Yeah,
0: it's named after a, a Native American person. I oh, it like, would be. It's so something. weird that he was
2: just like, like, oh, I'm the lead singer of. Oh no, I guess not. What? But it is the same band. It's just Rage Against the Machine. It's
0: Rage Against the Machine with with Chris Cornell. With Chris Cornell. <laughs> That's what it should have been well, called. Well, Rage Against the Machine like 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 the people <laughs> like the bandmates love making supergroups because they did Audio Slave and then they did this other thing which name I can't it's called um Fucking Prophets of Rage and it's and it's basically the rhythm section Prophets of of Rage. of Rage which is just everyone except the singer and uh. then it's like Chuck D and like Cypress Hill, I think. I don't oh, know. I remember that, yeah. I think.
2: Did they just not like... Is, is Zach De La Rocha a uh, shithead? Is he what? Is he a shithead? Do people hate know. him?
0: I've never heard... I mean, maybe. It Who sounds knows? like it. Because maybe. they
2: keep making groups without him. Well,
0: yeah, and they did break up. Like It's it's yeah. not like they were like, we're going to go on hiatus for a while and come it back. It sounds like
2: Mars Volta, the first two guys in Mars Volta. Yeah. It's like everyone just hates them. And those so they two
0: keep... dudes who formed Sparta. Yeah. And I believe one of those guys actually joined were... Mars Volta, didn't they? Or... No, they were both in...
2: They were um, in At The Drive-In, but At At the I think the they like in switched
0: in. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> That's
2: my little bit of music knowledge.
0: Pattern against user. Violated. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Better <laughs> but nothing. <laughs> the gates of heaven. Remember? Yeah, I remember. I like that but
1: song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: man that fucking album blew my mind when i was 16 it was so tight is that how fucking recent it came it's out old, dude Th- that album came out in like 2000 i think oh really okay anyway okay we can't keep talking about this relationship of command
2: yeah that's a, it's a good fucking uh album oh is right.
0: it yeah you literally just <laughs> fucking we're singing it <laughs> It's <laughs> dancing on the corpse's ashes on our Nails broken, fell into the wishing well, wishing well, wishing well. Remember? Okay. Yeah. You're <laughs> not even just looking just at me. I'm, okay. I'm air drumming. <laughs> Ben's staring at his notes. He won't look at me okay. while I sing. While I pour my heart, while I fucking <laughs> <Bob>. <laughs> wear my heart in my sleeve with another man's lyrics. Okay. Let me Let me, let me read another
2: man's lyrics. Okay. I just want to read the quote real quick because this is going to ground us a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, so there's this problem of, of how you try to transcend your own body, right? Because we live through our own bodies, right? And we can never, ever, ever live without them. No. Yeah. Right. No
0: matter how hard I might've tried in the past. Yeah.
2: And no matter how, what, what nonsense we believe, we will only live through our own bodies.
0: I built a robot body to store my consciousness, but, uh, I fucked up. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't work now. All it does is if, if you pull a string, uh, it, they, they do lines from Home Alone. <laughs> so I have this giant. It's about nine it's foot your tall. Voice.
2: That's the only. That's the only remnant <laughs> of your of your personality. Like the, you're you're dead. You're yeah. gone to the winds of chaos. Right. right? Of course. <laughs> but the only thing that survives. Mm-hmm. Is your my, voice? Yeah. Reciting home alone lines.
0: Yeah, it's the robot body is almost ten feet tall. It's about nine and a half feet tall and it has several <laughs> rocket launchers. But uh I can't quite figure out how to integrate my brain into it yet. So so far really all it does is just do home alone lines. But I don't know. It's, what it's, if you
2: it, die before you get there? It's
0: cool to drag it out at parties. And okay. if I die before I get there,
2: <laughs> I don't know. You can have it. Okay. Listen, listen to this quote real quick. All right. If you want to be a robot
0: boy like me.
2: The act of transcendence, whereby the subject is thrown open to the world, runs away with itself, and we find ourselves in the presence of a nature which has no need to be perceived in order to exist. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) he has this thought, basically, of how... And he, he takes his cue from phenomenology and existentialism, okay? But he's talking about how the subject, the way we live through our own bodies. Yes. Uh it is thrown into the world, right? We're we're not we're not asked permission. I mean, you were, right? You 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 were you requested to be born. Yes.
0: I'm the only person. Yeah. Who asked to be born.
2: But the rest of us never requested to be born. All right. So we we're all born without our consent, our consent. We're basically raped into the world. Well, that's a bit much, but <laughs> I mean, like, that's kind of true. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. All right. How? How is it not? How is it not? Yeah. Not like your parents were raped.
0: But, that's, that's but not... in a
2: way, you were sort of raped not... by just letting okay, yourself in
0: there. I don't want to. Let's move on.
2: Wait, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about this because this no, is important. No, we're fucking not. Yeah, why not?
0: I don't know. It makes you uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> this is the point. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, fine. Maybe maybe using the word rape is a little is Yeah, a little you strong. fucking
1: think so, stupid?
0: <laughs> but it is a non it
2: is a non-consensual violation. Sure. In a way.
0: Okay, if Victoria agrees with it, then that <laughs> invalidates everything. Uh, listen. Look, I'm
2: not saying it definitely is, but consider that possibility. I mean, do okay, you ever sure. feel like, do you ever feel like, I mean, obviously you're you aside because of this bit that we have. This where wacky you bit. Asked to, to be born. The fan but favorite. But the fact bit. that we weren't ever asked to be born, right? Yeah. No, literally, we weren't asked to be born. You can also, There's no you can also way.
0: kill yourself. If, if if it's so upsetting to you that you there been born, you go that just blow your brains that's out that's where the fucking if exi- it's so upsetting
2: that's where the existentialists are coming from.
0: So they're saying the solution to life is death. No, it's not.
2: They're saying they're they're saying it's not the solution. It's like what like if you were uh, without consent thrown into the world. Yes, this is the term that that Merleau Ponty says, and also the term that Heidegger uses, which is it's thrown into the world. Um, in in German, it's something fucking ridiculous. Sure. Uh, and in French, it's also something that sounds too sexy to be said. Uh, but well, yeah. but you're thrown. Even in the, the, the Matrix,
0: world. they said speaking French is like wiping your ass with silk when you use uh, curse words. <laughs> Remember that scene? So you know what's interesting? Wait, I forgot about that. That is an actual quote from the Matrix. Yeah, they say in the second <laughs> one, that guy, the Merovingian. Yeah. No, the the Merovingian. Yeah, he goes. He goes. He's cursing, and for some reason, he's a robot with a French accent, because that makes sense. But he or so or a program with a with the French accent, and he's like, yeah, they're program. He's cursing. With the the and he's, French he starts accent. cursing in French, and he says, yeah, it's like wiping your ass with silk. Well, you know, uh, I watched the opening <laughs> to the Matrix. It's funny that this this came up because I I watched the opening to the Matrix t- this today for no reason. Oh no, Aaron Brooks mentioned it, so I watched it. You know, there's a lot of weird stuff in the... We didn't really... Dis, I don't... We
2: did... We didn't go through... We did an episode about the first Matrix, but the rest of it is wild. Yeah, but... It's with, wild.
0: Well, we, we did an episode about all the Matrixes, didn't we? Not
2: three We watched ones. all three of them.
0: It we was did one watch episode, all three of them. One we episode, have... we watched all three, but... So, okay. The beginning of the Matrix, right? So there's um, fucking... Like the first one? Yeah, what's her name? Carrie Ann Moss's character. Trinity. 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 Yeah. So Trinity, not, not to be confused with the man... Who lived next to us when we first moved to Austin. Oh my God, I
2: fucking forgot about that. That guy guy
0: was so crazy. Yeah. So that guy one time, we were just hanging out, and he like walked over and he was like, (laughs) Okay. This guy had a very weird deep voice because one like his voice changed after someone broke his jaw or something.
2: Yeah, punched him so hard that his jaw broke off. Yeah, and so we were just
0: like I was just chilling inside and I heard like a fight next door, and I was like, Well, it's probably Trinity. And then like I walked outside and he like walked over and he was like, Man. Oh, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> we were like, okay. <laughs> and he was one of those dudes where he was like uh like a like a white dude who would just like drop the the end bomb, but like in <laughs> in but like the way I'm trying to find the right way to put this the like w- as
2: a like a like a, a, a sort a wigger, of wigger a w-bomb I don't sure. know it's like it like wasn't he was he, he didn't mean he wasn't it.
0: talking about he hated black people he was using he would it. just say like oh that that sure yeah yeah with so, a so, soft a. yeah he, he dropped it with a soft a. so he said it like 12 times and we're yeah. just like all right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do and so <laughs> yeah truly ruled but anyway so um and then one of those girls that lived next door her dad was like a senator or something right who didn't believe Obama was born in America
2: Wait, what? Yeah, really? Yeah, I remember the one that. Who's the, the opposite Alvin, remember? Because remember, yeah, Alvin no, not from Alvin and his
0: crazy ass family. This is a different one. This was a woman. Alvin, the ret-
2: we should also mention, was a World War II veteran, a who was Pearl, at Harbor Pearl Harbor, Harbor veteran, yeah.
0: <laughs> and his mother like didn't speak English, so yeah. he could ne- and like never taught him. Like she, she like worked with reindeer. Or you something. think Alvin?
2: Alvin's dead. No, Alvin is absolutely right? dead he kind, has to be dead I mean
0: I hope he's not but I guarantee he is but anyway the point is that um, so Trinity is running around okay at <laughs> the beginning of this fucking movie okay she got her jaw broken no and so she uh, she runs into this like like these cops come by because they're like I guess there's a very weird thing that they never well, yeah, they're in,
2: the, in an abandoned building
0: too, yeah which so is like, they, why do they give a shit they so much they didn't like follow up on this plot point really but like what happens is at the beginning like there's these cops and then Agent Smith shows up and they're like, oh, you again. They clearly know him. The the guy says his name and he's like, oh, shit, it's Agent Smith or whatever. And so they're talking and like clearly those are just normal humans. And so I don't know what like why. It's a little confusing because the agents clearly have some sort of um, uh, authority over these cops. And it's not explained why. Like, how do they do that without revealing who they are? No, they just make them think through the Matrix that that they're just like
2: um, like. FBA i guess yeah or, or something. something yeah something like that like, but anyway just trick them. it's just witchery yeah which, is, which is beside
0: the point the point is that these cops show up to arrest oh thank you for the pizza the cops uh, arrive to arrest trinity or whatever and she just like kills them all mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just like regular people <laughs> just doing their jobs they kind like of... whatever like, the second movie or was that the second movie where, where they the, the, no the first movie they get it's all those guns police. and they go into that like that, um, uh, remember they go through the metal detector and they have like all those guns? Yeah. And all the security guys are like, holy shit. And they just blow them all away. They're all just normal people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just killing. <laughs> they're just killing people. <laughs> they're just murdering people. No,
2: that's actually a really good point to bring up about the Matrix. It's so strange. They, they don't really address that at all. No. And I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there's like a point where they say, well, yeah, well, they're just. Even though. They are still just regular people. They're also, as such, like since they're engaging with the Matrix, they're instruments of the Matrix, and therefore are expendable. And so, so funny. If it if it means like you have to take these people out for like the greater cause or whatever, then you can totally do it. Yeah, which is a very, <laughs> very bold ethical stance to take
0: i don't remember that being like discussed like it's discussed on the internet a lot now with like phones, i don't know
2: but, if it's discussed in a specific scene but i think that's like the vibe it just tells but no you. i
0: mean like like when that movie came out i think it's kind of interesting that none of us were like i'm sure some people but like the meat like you know because mainstream- we were like
2: 11 when it came out
0: huh or no i guess we were like 15 when. We came yeah out. yeah baby yeah we were thinking then. So how do we wrap We were eating pizza now. How do how yep. do we wrap this up? Well, all right. I just have a couple more points left. Ah, I gotta go to work, Ben.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, it'll take like five minutes. All right. Basically, this guy is is sort of trying to readdress this forgotten claim of about the Matrix. No, well, no. Well, actually, the Matrix kind of ventures into this a little bit. Huh? Okay. Huh? Because. It did. <laughs> <laughs> um because what is kind of the the theory behind the matrix like what's the main problem behind the matrix it's Was like is problem? this the life that we're living oh sure yeah or or is it actually like something else not thinking
0: does. there's something wrong with the world but you don't quite know what well so this guy is sort of a major
2: step into the argument of like well no the matrix is real because that is what we're experiencing. And why aren't we just saying that our experience is what counts as real? Why are we all, and we've been assuming this for like thousands of years. We've yeah. been assuming that there's something behind our experience that we don't have access to. Yes. Okay. This guy is saying, basically, even if you want to say that there's something behind actually? it, <laughs> actually, <laughs> he's saying, Regardless of what is behind this like veil of experience. What veil of ignorance, a veil of ignorance, which is do you even know what that's fucking from? Sure. What? No, you know what? Never mind. We don't have time. We don't have time. We did an episode about it, actually. That's literally the title of the episode, too.
0: That's probably why I remember (laughs) it. I remember topics just not anything specific said about them. Okay, let me finish this so you can get to work. Okay. Okay?
2: (laughs) So there is this veil of what we think is like the truth that lies behind what we experience. What is appearance?
0: Behind the veil.
2: Of experience, let's say. Okay? What Merleau-Ponty is saying is that...
0: Get rid of that veil, baby. I'm coming for you. No,
2: no. He's not saying get rid of that veil. He's saying that veil doesn't exist. Hmm. The veil doesn't exist. There's no difference... Between what we claim is outside of our of our like realm of experience, um, and what we actually do directly experience, he's basically saying that what we ex- directly experience is the only thing that we ever will know as concrete absolute knowledge. The fact that we only express or only like understand it through our bodies, right? We we only understand this shit in terms of like human measures. Or, or social dynamics, or all this shit, he says. Like, ultimately, that's that's where the all this real fucking shit, all this fucking shit, shit bro. <laughs> that that <laughs> th- this is ultimately what grounds us, and that science, insofar as it's useful, it, uh, can only ever be just like something that's compared to our like direct sense experience. And he's saying that basically, this is all done through the instrument of our body, right? And that other knowledge, quote unquote, is different depending on the different bodies that experience it. So like fish like have a totally different understanding of reality than we do
0: i would I would never want to know what a fish's view of reality is. it's It, it would be so strange.
2: Well, a fish probably would never want to know what the vision of reality is for a human. Why well, not? Can you imagine how overwhelmed it would be? Yeah. It would it be, would be very it, w- upset. it would be it would be beyond upset. Well, Pat. Especially because a if, fish would
0: be horrified if, a fish, if it saw what we saw. <laughs> if a fish gotten to took over my body, <laughs> it would be so freaked out because the, the, Tim the cat It is wouldn't here, know what to do. Cats are the natural enemies of fish. So also one thing that I guess we haven't pointed out yet is that directly behind Ben right now is a giant um Oh yeah. I don't even know how to explain what it is—a giant curtain with uh, Tim's fucking face on it. It is so big, and it's when I look at you, I think of Tim. It's infuriating when you look at me. Yeah, because he's right no, behind because you. I'm
2: right behind. Yeah.
0: Hold on, I'm gonna take a picture of it. So if a fish took took me over and had to live my life, I mean, it'd be very, it'd be very upset. It wouldn't know what to do. Well, so. Just to kind of tie it back to a little bit. Imagine explaining to a fish the importance of booking a comedy show. They'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you're like, look, and, you know, it's, it, it's important to have well, just think about a how... diverse group of people on there because there's different points of view they never considered. So it's very interesting. It's actually a very good thing to do. And then he would be like, what, what, what is comedy? I'm a yeah. fish. How am I not dying right now? There's no water. He would, he would run into the bathtub and turn yeah, on the shower. Like, how
2: do you get your oxygen?
0: Yeah, it'd be very, it'd be very be upset. would be like,
2: through my lungs. I'd breathe through my lungs.
0: You'd be like, what? Where are my gills? How do I know English?
2: Yeah. what? What is this? What is what English? Is why, How, what why is, is this? What am I doing right now?
0: Hey, I'm a fish. Why do you guys still have a Christmas tree up? It's January 3rd.
2: How am I able to ask you a question? What the fuck is a question?
0: Hey, what is this? <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs>
2: okay. Well, Oh, fuck you, Vic. (laughs) Yeah, we have Google Home now. Yeah, well, so do I. Oh,
0: look at the fucking big man. Oh, look at the fucking... You just said you had it. Look at the Ivy Leaguer with his Google Home. (laughs) Oh, wow. Anyway. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Google. Ben's a colonizer. No,
2: I'm not. No, I'm not. (laughs) it doesn't make sense in any context okay look what here's the thing we can never colonize anything really because the only thing we can colonize is our own bodies yeah all right only our bodies can really tell us what to know what we can know how we should know all right and that's what's important (laughs) sure okay
0: well, I guess I can agree with that. And yeah, ultimately,
2: kind of... that's our only, our body, our, the exercise of our body, using our bodies so we, like, to the utmost of its potential, is the only way to fight against this confusion and chaos and distress that we've been thrown into Sure. by this rapist called Existence. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you hate the way I'm using the word rape. I don't like it. But that's it. what it is. Yeah. Because it's, it's non-consensual. Sure. We don't get a say in it. So we just have to deal with it. We're constantly in a state of dealing with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what he he says. Snapping. Yeah. Yeah. And and Merleau Ponty basically says that the best instrument to deal with it is your body. And that's how you know things. Hmm. And this shit that we call science, it's a good extension of our knowledge, but it's not knowledge in and of itself.
0: This guy sounds jealous. Of what? Scientists.
2: Maybe a little.
0: Because you- they can prove shit, and he can't prove anything because he's a philosopher, and they prove nothing. They just bring up things that keep you awake at night, and they prove nothing. They solve nothing. They bring up a problem that you never considered, and then go, we'll see ya. Think about that.
2: <laughs> Goodbye. You have a scientist or pussies. I have so fuck you. Scientists are pussies. What? Because they can only solve problems that can be solved. Hmm. They don't try to solve problems that can't you think be it's solved. the
0: most... I'm gonna do a Google search for the most muscular scientist in the world, and I'm gonna tell him what you said, and he's gonna beat your ass. What if you were like? What if your doctor was just so jacked? <laughs> like, what if you're getting heart surgery and like the doctor shows up and he's just like Hulkamania, and he's just like, "All right, brother, <laughs> like I'm gonna fix that heart." I would actually be
2: really comforted. You think so? If like Stone Cold Steve Austin was my cardiologist, yeah, I would be thrilled. <laughs> I would be Pat. I would be thrilled. Your
0: heart ain't good. And that's the bottom line. Because Dr. Austin said so. <laughs> Dr. Austin. Yeah.
2: Stephen Austin, M.D.
0: <laughs> oh, God. All right. Is this the end? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess I kind of <laughs> like this guy. Raises a lot of interesting points. <laughs> this has been
2: episode 114 Yeah. of I Learned Nothing. Uh, Maurice Meloponty. Yeah Oh he died in
0: 1961
2: he, Of what? Uh, A broken heart
0: Oh man No, he, he
2: was in his 50s when he died though
0: Oh that's not good Yeah Makes you think 50 was so old
2: that's, that's what he thought probably Yeah
0: Then he died Well yeah. back then it probably was old Well guess what he Wait, loved know it was the 60s no,
2: Guess what he loved What? Cigarettes He loved really? cigarettes
0: Yeah Did he smash?
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay they all smashed all the French exes. Oh, if, if they're I French, he's French. Yeah, yeah, if they're yeah, French, yeah. they yeah. smash. The German ones, it's sort of up in the, the air. The Germans don't smash as much.
0: <laughs> yeah, we talked Which about is really gross. We talked. It's
2: like, ah, oh, man. Of course, you don't smash as much.
0: We talked earlier about. Uh, I believe your hypothesis is that the people of China and India are just more horny than other people. No, that so was like, you. Fuck you. That's why they have that's such a large population, but. Um, you I guess Germany. You said frothing or something at some point. Yeah, I, I said it would work into a lab. I don't know, <laughs> but Germany. I'm surprised they're still like around, just because they seem like the most unsexual people on the face of the planet. Some of them. But yeah, but some of them guess... are really sexual. But they're into like BDSM and all kinds of silly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, The uh, do, do Germans? Are you kidding me? Like when, when Germany discovered the internet, it was over. They like have everything they ever wanted. Yeah, fingertips. that one guy ate a guy remember yes yeah yeah hey we should do a, a patreon episode about that guy yeah maybe that whole thing that must have been nuts yeah that must have been truly nuts yeah uh, <laughs> truly not nuts yeah that, that's what the cop said <laughs> this is nuts this is yeah, he he this, a is, guy. yeah this is <laughs> what a by, weirdo by definition nuts <laughs> uh well anyway folks we appreciate you listening uh Again, if you uh have uh the the cache, you can go ahead and do cache. $5 a month for our Patreon. We have 83 episodes up, I think. We do have 83 episodes. Uh, a point. bunch of different weird we topics. Have, we will have uh a an EP. Uh <laughs> Oh, yes, and I'm working on uh the 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 Death Cab EP. Basically, we got enough Patreon subscribers that I had to record a uh a Death Cab tribute, so I'm doing that. This Probably next week. So I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna well, be so bad. But anyway, uh you can I can't f- wait to see this. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh go to Kirgis.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E S D. And you can uh, use the promo code Nothing in all caps to go ahead and get fifteen percent off of your order. Uh but 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 bu- social media, Benny Boy. We're uh, on well, I'm tw- at Gristleporn, G-R-I-S-E-L-E-P-O-R-N. and uh I'm at Pat Dean on Twitter, uh on uh Instagram uh, at uh, on uh, uh, goddamn uh, Instagram, uh, Ben is Gristleporn as well. G-R-I-S-E-L-E-P-O-R-N. And uh, I'm at Dean Man P, so you can follow us on there, I guess. I'm trying not to be on. I got Twitter off of my phone. I oh, took Twitter you, you got and off Facebook phone. off of my phone, but then I realized I need Facebook my phone for work, so I had to put it back on, much <laughs> to my chagrin. But the, uh, the Twitter, yeah. is, the Twitter is, is off my phone, so I don't tweet as much. But okay. I probably, I mean, it's just all nonsense. He's probably
2: going to get back on it in a second. No, so no, about
0: no. I mean, I'm on it on my computer. That's the thing. I use it. F- I do write jokes on it, but I just do it for my computer. I don't do it on my phone. It's actually probably good. Yeah, because I was looking at Twitter and being like, I want to kill all of these people. <laughs> Because everyone we know is mentally ill and very opinionated at the same time, it's really weird. So it's like you just see these 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 takes from people that make me. There was a. It's funny the the
2: opposite of that. People who are mentally ill and not opinion. People who are not mentally ill and not opinionated. Yeah. they just don't post on. No, Twitter. they
0: just fade through life. This <laughs> they just, one, this They lady, just handle
2: their lives like grown ups. This lady
0: wrote something about like being in like a coffee shop. And a guy ordering tea, some kind of like Indian tea, and how it was like cultural appropriation or something. Oh, I remember that. You're yeah. in a coffee. Sh- you're in a tea shop. <laughs> Who
2: gives a shit? That's
0: what you're there Who for.
2: Who gives a shit? I don't know <laughs> this lady,
0: but I looked at her. T- I, lo- I looked at her Twitter, and I was like, "This is so bad." I will say this: there is, there. This is gonna make you laugh very hard. I know that you get mad when I do this. I'll tell you off the air. But there was one specific person that made me get off Twitter because I, I was I was just I, just getting too annoyed okay i'll tell you about it afterward okay uh anyway so uh follow us on there uh May- a happy new year from cuck nation um i for- so we got a special request of a song to play at the end of, oh. of this but okay. i don't remember what it is so um whatever well. song it is that's that's what it is hey it's pat recording in the future we figured out what song that was requested by our dear friend, Chapel Oats. So, Chapel, hey, this one's for you, brother.
3: Well, it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Sometimes it seems so useless to remain. But you don't. to call me Waylon Jennings And you don't have to call me Charlie Price And you don't have to call me Merle Haggard anymore Even though you're on After reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song, and I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up She got-
0: Oh, you thought we were done? You're an idiot.